This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, Tig. Hey. Hi, girl. <laughs> no, you can't get away with that. I already did it. Okay, so today, what do we cover mm-hmm. today in this podcast? Well, we do poop comes up. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm, I apologize ahead You're of time. You're responsible. So you know it's got to be in a classy way if I'm bringing it up. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. But we talk about... That's all we talk about. That's it. <laughs> oh, no. That's all we had time to get to was Cheryl's poop reference. So should we get into it? Yes. Uh, ladies and jerks, <laughs> welcome to the Barkley Marathons, the race that eats its young. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. Where are you? Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, my God. Is it freezing? Wee, wee. Um, actually, <laughs> like no. That, I that, think that's it's a braggadocious alert. Wee, yeah, wee. I think it's like 67 degrees. Oh, I really love pleasant. Madison. Have you been here? No. Yeah, it's a really cute, cool, active kind of, you know. Fun it's, spot. Yeah progressive you know if you're into being progressive and active oh, and cool oh i am oh, too oh, i am so cool oh yes oh my. so yeah i can only hope that the show tonight will be active and progressive and cool yeah it mm. will be oh it will be even though a 50 year old lesbian is low-key <laughs> lesbian is headlining <laughs> is that how you bill yourself Low yeah. key lesbian. You know, oddly, I don't have to, and yet that's still what is said about me. <laughs> Even without me announcing that I'm a low, low key, key lesbian, fifty-year-old lesbian, people catch people on. People know. Mm-hmm. Well, are you ready to jump into, run into this? No, that's oh, that's boy. not good. 
No. Is it going to be a bunch of running jokes? Running jokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody what we're talking about today. Okay. Today we're talking about the Barkley Marathons. Mm-hmm. The race that eats its young. Mm. It's a 2014 documentary directed by Annika Iltis and Timothy James Kane. The film profiles a Tennessee endurance race with a cult-like following that has witnessed only 10 finishers in its 25-year history. <laughs> the Barkley Marathons is available available to watch on YouTube. Had you ever heard of this? No, but you had seen it before. No. Oh, I thought you said you had We don't seen listen it. to each other. No. <laughs> I had said, when we were talking the other day, I said I had already watched it. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, it, yeah. I see. It wasn't something that you watched like t- 10 years ago. Especially since it wasn't out 10 years ago. <laughs> but seven right. years ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I hadn't watched it, no. Yeah. I think it's fair to say this is one of our lighter, lighthearted yeah. fairs. Yes. So this is about a race that a guy named Lazarus, Lazarus? Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. right. Lake, the co-founder, along with Raw Dog, of the Barkley Marathons held at Frozen Head State Park in Tennessee. And he's a beloved character and one of the first ultra marathoners. Can we just talk about Raw Dog for one second? (laughs) Because of course. When you hear that term, does something come to mind? Oh no. What? Oh no. Is it just me? Is it because you're a lesbian? You're not. Okay, Thomas. Does something come to mind? You could just shake no, your let's head. leave yes. Thomas out of no, it. No, because he. Because when I think of when I hear raw dog. Okay. <laughs> I think. Of, isn't that what guys say if they're gonna have sex without a condom? They're gonna raw dog it. But see, why would you? Why would this be in your wheelhouse? But I'm, I guess the question is: Have is that what you think of? Is that what you think of when you hear raw dog? No. Who are you hanging out with? <laughs> that they're saying, "Hey, Cheryl, I'm probably gonna be raw dogging it tonight." I don't know. Who? I don't know, but it is a, Thomas. Isn't that an expression? Let's leave Thomas out. No, of this. I'm curious. Let's because let he's, him be uh, the respectable <laughs> man that he is. Let's not throw it to Thomas I and don't say, "Know if it's being around." You know, I'm around a lot of college age, and they're turning to you and saying, <laughs> no. "I raw dogged it." <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure nobody has turned to me and said that, but I feel confident that I've heard it. That people have said it. Well, I say let's stay on this topic a little longer <laughs> and try and figure out where, when, how this term just gonna came into your life. It. We're going to raw dog. Well, okay. If someone says, let's First raw of all, dog I it. didn't really mean let's stay on this topic <laughs> and see. But go I ahead. Think, finish. Well, if somebody is using it as a verb, then mm-hmm. you know what they're talking about. Okay. An action word. Well, I will now. If somebody turns to this low-key, fifty-year-old <laughs> lesbian. lesbian comedian and talks, talks to me raw about dogging. raw dog in it. So anyway, there's a guy in this a documentary named Raw Dog, and okay. I'm just wondering. Listen, doesn't matter what I'm wondering. So what happens is hundreds of runners apply to do this marathon from all over the world, mm-hmm. but only 40 are invited to compete. 
and the application to even run the race is a puzzle. It involves an exam. If you get to compete, you get sent a letter of condolences <laughs> because, because this race is so crazy. Do you want to hear Laz? Gosh, I feel like we haven't thrown to a clip in a while. I know, we really have. I was thinking about that. I, went, I always wonder, do our listeners care if they hear a clip? Oh, no, no. I, they don't care. <laughs> I mean, come on. They don't care. They don't watch it. They don't. Do you think there is like a man sitting by a fireplace smoking a pipe <laughs> in a library and thinking, well, God. I wish there was a reference point. I um, wish I could maybe hear the voice. Maybe they'll play of... a clip. Okay. Well, imagine in your mind, listeners, that Laz is uh, an older mountain man. He more so seems like an older man that crawled out of the mountains. <laughs> he... he has always been in the mountains and will yeah. never leave the mountains. Yeah. And maybe would make up a crazy race uh, like what we're about to talk about. Yeah. And what's mm-hmm. interesting, too, about Laz is he's a smoker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because when you think of marathon runners, you think of, like, the most fit yeah. people that are concerned about everything going into their bodies. and Maybe has a little beer pouch. <laughs> So this is Laz explaining the course. Here we go. Okay. We do it twice clockwise, a daytime loop clockwise, a nighttime loop clockwise, and then a daytime loop counterclockwise and a nighttime loop counterclockwise. Finishing the fifth loop, and we send them out in opposite directions. The first guy who leaves on the fifth loop can go either way he wants, clockwise or counterclockwise. But the next person has to go the opposite direction. Okay, when he's talking about a loop, I mean, each loop is as long as a marathon. Yeah. So each loop, they say, Laz and Raw Dog will tell you that it's 20 miles, but the people that are actually running it say, no, it is 26 miles, each loop. Mm-hmm. And they do five. Mm-hmm. Tig, is that insane? Yes. Yeah. Have you done a marathon? <laughs> I get winded going up the stairs and angry. I'm like, Ugh. angry. Yeah, I don't. Ha- what I don't does want- that look like? <laughs> when I have to take a knee after going up the stairs to catch my breath, I'm like, oh, God. But yeah, I don't understand marathons. I don't understand why. I mean, I guess people do it to push themselves. Mm-hmm. To So you don't run at all? No. Mm-mm. But I mean, you exercise. My do you, exercise. Do you do you do cardio at all? Uh, sometimes. You do mainly like you'll do yoga. I like yoga and Pilates. I like uh-huh. to lie down when I exercise. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of like a take a walk every day, mm. and then that's nice. There's a um, pleasant. It's pleasant. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a speed walker. I'm mm. a shuffler through the neighborhood mm. walker. Okay. Or if I'm on tour, I like to walk around, look at the city, and you're not trying to get your heart rate. You don't care about your heart rate. I care about my heart. Okay. Um, my heart rate, but I guess I. I don't know. Um, but you know what? I I used to be a long distance cyclist. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, and I could cycle. My sweet spot was cycling uphill. 
for miles at a time just with the bike barely moving Going. The, but why did you like that that's what i don't get i'm, I'm i don't passing know people in my car and i'm like oh that person looks like you know it's miserable oddly meditative mm. to me like i get very focused and i think a lot mm-hmm. and stephanie noticed we just had at our office we turned one of the rooms into a home gym and we have like mm-hmm. a like a stairmaster thing. We got that and then I went on tour and I was asking her how it was going and she said, "Oh, great." She said, "I get on the stairmaster for like 10 minutes and then that like is intense and then I'll get on the uh tread treadmill." Treadmill. Yeah. Where you run? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And um I was like, "Oh, great." <laughs> and I said, "So the the stair thing is challenging." And she said, "Yeah." And then I came in town for a few days and I hadn't worked out in our, our gym. And then I I got on the Stairmaster and I did it for an hour. And she what? was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, I can't believe it. And I said, oh, it kind of reminds me of cycling uphill. Yeesh. I get very like focused focused and just I get caught in my thoughts and I'm, I'm good in that zone. You like to challenge your body. And then the other thing I do yes. is I tread water. When I'm in the pool, I'll mm. tread water for an hour. I like to tread water. You'll do it for like an hour yeah, or something? Probably not an hour. Mm-mm. Yeah. But probably I, like seven minutes. Yeah. See, <laughs> I and Stephanie was just pointing that out to me. She was like, you actually are oddly good with endurance. Oh, endurance. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think, you know, when you start thinking about your fear of you know being locked in a space Mm -hmm. I want you to focus on how strong you are and your endurance I'm not strong I can endure strong I but I'm not to be strong to endure something physical I you could take me in a sec you could like snap me (laughs) in two with you know I don't think I could take you if you and I had a wrestling match if you and I had a wrestling match you think I would win oh yeah Oh, do you, you want to wrestle? <laughs> okay, that's our next streaming show. Oh, my show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. I <laughs> challenge you to a <laughs> wrestling match. <laughs> I know for a fact I am not a strong person. You think I'm a strong person? I, I can tell you're more solid than I am. Wow. Yeah. I cannot wait for this wrestling match because this sounds like two people that are just like, mm-mm, you go first. <laughs> I, Thomas, who do you think that Cheryl could snap me into? He's sinking. He's shaking. He doesn't know. Come on, know. Thomas. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You you know I'm not a strong person. <laughs> I feel like I'm scrappy. Yeah, you scrappy. know, like that's what I am. I'm not like in great, solid, strong. Yeah, fit strength. Yeah, whatever the terminology is. <laughs> But I think I'm scrappy and I yeah. can like, it kind of reminds me of just getting through life. Like yeah. I don't. I'll like, just put my head down and I just I can do it. I can do it. I can do it if Come I want to. Bring, let Cheryl Hines in. I'll wrestle her. <laughs> but I, I, I that's so threatening. <laughs> I would love. Oh. Okay. Our listeners need to vote. Yes. Okay. We have to put on social media. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. Have okay. you, do you know how to leg wrestle? Yeah. Maybe we should do a leg wrestle. <laughs> and arm wrestle. 
Oh, arm wrestle. And tickling oh. each other <laughs> no. like we talked no. about in tickle. That will never happen. <laughs> yes. I can I will yes. never I will punch you. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then I'll get Nobody wants oh to be gosh, tickled. Nobody be wants to be tickled. It is not funny. I would love to have a tickle fight cute. with you. No. Just I would because I know so angry. it really I know it strikes. It's Ooh. like you walking up steps. That's how angry you get. <laughs> Brought it full circle there. You really did. Okay, so after our haircutting live yes. show, and then our uh, porn sex. books. Yeah, porn books. Or sex Live books? sex. Live sex Live show. sex show. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a wrestling show. Oh, my God. We have a lot of shows to do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is our live sex show going to be due? I gonna can't be due? wait. Going to be what due. Is our, what is our live sex show going to be? Well, so far, it's just a Madonna I know. sex book. Well, we could raw dog it. <laughs> We can have we can have someone on to talk about raw dogging and to see if that's an actual Okay, well we have to take a break. Cheryl. Oh my god. And then we will be back to talk about this, the Barclay uh, movie. Marathon. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back. We're back. We are going to talk about this movie. Like the it or Barclay not. The Marathons. Okay. Okay, but really, on oh, social geez. media, yeah, we need people to vote. Who would win a wrestling match? <laughs> Me or Cheryl? Yeah, people are going to vote for you because in the movies, you play, you know. Oh, but that's deceiving. I Everybody know. asked if I, I worked know. out for that role. Right. No. <laughs> I'm... I'm the same size in that role as I am sitting here in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Can you picture me pumping iron to get ready for a role? I feel like I could see it. God, maybe I don't know myself well. You don't know the image you're projecting. You project a very strong... I think you have me all wrong. Everybody does. (laughs) I'm strong in my will. Yeah. You know? I can tread water and I can... (laughs) Get through tough times. Okay. But I can't beat Cheryl Hines in wrestling. 
my friends that are listening and it hey friends hey hey and dr becky hines is like she's talking out loud like yes you can tig you can be cheryl with your pinky finger cheryl you're strong if you're doing yoga and pilates you could snap me in two okay we'll see we'll see yes we will buy your tickets now to (laughs) the haircut live show the live sex sex show show, and the the live wrestling match okay i maybe i can get my cousin Mm. oh uh, the one that never calls you he never responded thomas and i reached out in a million different ways and he was like because uh-uh. we just watched glow okay so back to the barkley back to <laughs> let's get to the let's barkley get... marathons yeah so this guy he drew out a map mm-hmm. around the hills of tennessee yeah where they have this race every year called the barkley marathons and People write in and try to get invited to the marathon. And if you are accepted, it uh-huh. costs a dollar sixty. One dollar and sixty cents to enter. Now, where does that exact number come from? I don't know. Oh, because I think he needed a dollar sixty at the time that he started the race. And then at some point, he decided he needed um, white shirts. White shirts, white yeah. button-up shirts. So that was also you say button-up, I say button-down. I say white oh. button-down shirts. I like to button it, button it up. No, you say button down, button up. button down because you're button down the collar. But maybe you're right. Maybe it's a button up. No, I say button, button down. You say button up. Oh, oh, button up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I button up does that sound weird a white button down a white button up yes no i say a white button down a white shirt with buttons up and down the shirt however you start buttoning it either going down or going up yeah i mean do most people start buttoning their shirt at the top and top down (sighs) top up (laughs) anyway so for a while he Required that you bring a white button button down, down. shirt, a dollar mm. sixty, and a license plate from wherever you're uh-huh. coming Whatever from, state or country. Yeah, uh-huh. but then he had enough white shirts, and now when we were watching this, it was a flannel shirt because yeah. he needed flannel shirts, so yeah. people would come. Oh, one time it was socks because he needed socks. Sure, and people have told him, "Hey, Laz." You could require people to pay a lot of money to enter this race because now so many people are, are want to be a part of it. And he said, no, I don't. I will never do that. Okay. <laughs> and you know what, Dick? He said, no, I will never <laughs> do said, that. no. Also, there was somebody in the movie that talked about him and said he was a genius, that he looks like he's just like a right. guy living in the mountains, but he's a genius. Very smart. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not very smart, but I I did feel like one of those moments where somebody was throwing the word genius around. (laughs) A little too lightly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the guy well. You don't don't know him at all. No, I really don't. But I I didn't feel like, oh my God, this guy is a genius. I've got to watch. Is a genius. Thomas, did he strike you as a genius? 
Thomas no. is shaking his head. No. Thomas keeps looking at us like, why are you involving me? I am just <laughs> making sure this is recording. I'm not getting what I want from Cheryl, so I have to keep going to Thomas. <laughs> so, I mean, I think what's interesting about Laz and mm. Raw Dog is mm. that they've set this race up that it's so hard. It's like mm-hmm. running five marathons and the altitude yeah. is uh, intense. So it's like... And sticker bushes. And sticker bushes. And you don't even know what the path is. They don't give you a map. They give you a map and let you trace your own map and then give uh, it back. Yeah. So I guess it's complicated. All for $1.60. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst 54 hours of your life. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, you have to do it. You have to finish it in what, what, how many hours did you have to do it in? Is it 54 or 56? Mm-hmm. Let's say 56. Let's say 55 since it's a happy medium between 54 no, and 56. Look, no, because look, there's a note saying here that, um, Brett Moon, mom, <laughs> is back after finishing the race in 2011, hoping to beat flying Brian Robinson's record of 55 hours, 42 minutes, and 27 seconds. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to say 56. Anyway. Um, oh, it's 60. <laughs> Thomas just told us it's 60. They have to finish it in 60 hours. Did you watch the movie, Cheryl? I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. Here's the thing about this race. They don't know what time it really starts. Mm-hmm. There's a 12-hour mm-hmm. window. And mm-hmm. they have to be on standby. And when they hear Laz blow the conch shell, mm. then they have one hour to get to the the start line. Can we hear your horn that you do? Uh-huh. No, that's my <laughs> horn. Oh, the conch shell? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that <laughs> one that that one where Oh, when I was in when I was in the race and it was like Oh, I didn't know I was in an actual race and I was just wandering <laughs> and everybody was waiting for me to cross the finish line. And then when I did, there was an air horn. It was like, ha, 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 ha. They're like the last runner. And I was like, I'm the last. I didn't, I wasn't even in the race. <laughs> it reminds me of you being on set with Larry David and just chatting. And then they're like, and cut. <laughs> You, you, you've I'm been like, in a similar situation. Like I didn't know. We had started. <laughs> and is, all, they're all packed up and they've been waiting for an hour for me to cross this finish line. And I've been and stopping chatting. and taking pictures with people. <laughs> <laughs> right when your foot crossed the line. Okay, runners, they so they have 60 hours to complete it. And the race officially oh. starts when Laz lights a cigarette. <laughs> People so coming from all around the world to all run in the, the bushes. World, in the sticker bushes. Each loop God. is a 12,000-foot climb for a grand total of 120 thousand feet in elevation change 
or the equivalent of climbing and descending Mount Everest twice. Each loop. There are five loops. No, I, you don't need to yell at me. <laughs> I didn't plan this and I'd never do it. Would you sign I, up for it? Uh, I won't even we sign should up do for it 3K. for our fourth streaming show. Oh. I was just watching those people out there thinking how many mosquitoes must be in those woods. Is that what you were thinking? No. I was how just thinking. How about their feet? Oh, about feet? God. I had to look away. When they <laughs> punctured that um, uh-uh, blister, that, ah! that blister I was like, oh, I truly had to look away. Because I don't think our feet were designed to run. Do Berkeley marathons? Berkeley. You don't think <laughs> our Lord and Savior created, created feet? our feet for the Berkeley mm-hmm. marathon? To run for 60 hours straight up and down Mount Everest? No, I don't in think pricker so. Bu- prick, 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 pricker bushes? <laughs> pricker bush? You can't pricker say bush. it? Pricker okay, bush. Pricker bush, please hold. <laughs> pricker bush, please hold. I kept thinking about the um, scars they probably are creating on their legs. Oh, I know. No, I can't get over their feet because they have to run through water. They have to run under a prison. Like a mm. little weird tunnel that's full of water. Mm-hmm. I can't. It just sounds awful. Like I don't like for my feet to be wet. <laughs> Nobody does. Like, I mean, I don't feet. mind it in the tub or in a shower. <laughs> well, or I'm in not a wearing pool. my shoes in the tub. Well, but, no, no. But you're right. If you're like, sometimes when I've been in like a skeevy hotel or motel, I wear my flip flops in the shower. Oh, that's a sad day. Yeah. But, I mean, it could be worse. But it's kind of like prison, no? To From be what I hear. In, <laughs> a, in a hotel? <laughs> I don't prison know. Prison is just like being in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Except you have to wear flip-flops. <laughs> That's just like That's prison. True. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe my idea of prison is a little... Mm-hmm. Um, okay, listen. Back to it. Most people don't finish this race. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That the, some people do one loop, mm-hmm. and they say that's it, and they tap out. Yeah. And when they tap out, there's a guy there that plays taps uh-huh. on the bugle. Yeah. Can you do that with your mouth? <laughs> you do it. <laughs> oh, you don't have a strong bugle game. No. Let's hear yours. Oh, I just changed keys. <laughs> Let's start it again. Okay. I think you're still in that other key. You know what's really bad is me singing karaoke because I hear the music uh-huh. and I'm like, I can't wait to come in on the right key. Yeah. And it's nowhere. I'm not, I, I'm nowhere close to it. And then I have to sing the whole song like. Just another manic Monday. That just might not be your song, you know? I've tried a lot of them. These boots were made for walking. Still, that's not a key. Here's mine. I haven't done it yet. No, it's not even my go. Well, no, I've done it once, and it went pretty well. In fact, a crowd of people gathered around me. (laughs) And it's, Donnie D's on the back up. Drug free, so put the crack up. Oh. No need for speed. I'm anti D R U G G I E. My body's healthy. My rhymes make me wealthy. 
and the funky wow. bunch helps me. How I about like that? that? You're doing Marky Mark and the funchy, funky bunch. The funchy bunk. The, bunk, the funchy bunch. The Ron Funch. The bunch. Ron Funches bunk. The Ron Funchy bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that you rap. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody sees that coming. Uh-uh. The 50 year old white lesbian lady that raps Marky Mark. Marky Mark, or Mark. Mark did you know. well. I did a movie with him, so oh, okay. So you I, didn't call him Marky Mark. No, but no. I told him on set once about how he had a movie on billboards all over town, and people were texting me saying, "Congrats on your new movie!" as a joke because they felt like I looked like him. I think the movie was called <laughs> The Gambler. Let me look it up. I think that's what it was called. Was he um, flattered when you told him that? It was before I really knew him, and uh, he, it was an awkward moment. Yeah. People seem to be thrown when you tell them that you look like them. Yeah. Oh, the gambler. Oh. (laughs) Can you see the resemblance? Yeah, because your hair is short like his. when you tell people that people say you look like them and they just have no response but yeah quiet quiet and sad like quiet a quiet moment by themselves (laughs) okay let's take a break and we'll be back god to talk about nothing um nothing okay carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back. Here's the other thing that happens. Mm -hmm. So because this course, there's no path and there are no markers, the only Mm -hmm. thing that Laz has done is he has set books at different places along the path, and he'll give each runner a number. So Mm -hmm. let's say your number is 117. You have to find that book and rip out page 117 of that book. And then mm-hmm. when you finish one loop, you turn in your pages to Laz. Mm-hmm. So he knows that you didn't come up with some shortcut. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Maybe this is where people are like, he's a genius. Well, here's why I think people think might say he's a genius. Because. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> why were you holding back before? I was so early on in the podcast. Okay. Because this race is so difficult. Mm-hmm. And most people will never finish it, but people have their own reasons for wanting to go, for wanting to finish the parts that they can finish. Mm-hmm. So for somebody 
to finish one loop, which is quite an accomplishment, is a big deal. And mm-hmm. they they got to go all the way to Tennessee and the camaraderie of the other people. And yeah. they take care of each other. And even when somebody taps out, then they stay there and they watch the other people finish. And they, you know, help them with their feet mm-hmm. when they come in. This, did it remind you of Hands on a Hard Body? That documentary that we did? Not really, but I wondered if you were feeling emotional. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, this did not make hey, me don't, emotional. Hey, don't spill any beans. <laughs> Cheryl. Oh, my God. So uh, there's there's one guy that named Wooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he... 24 hours into the race, 63% of the runners have quit. Yeah. And only 25 runners remained. And Wouter was from Belgium. This guy was, like, strong, you know. He takes up 15 hours to complete a second loop. Uh-huh. And then in tears, he taps out because his feet give out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how they wouldn't. I don't know how they wouldn't either. And I'm telling you, if I had one tiny blister, I'd be like, play taps. I'm done. Let's call it. I think if I ran one mile, my insides would fall out of my body. <laughs> my back would snap. Your body would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would truly, I wouldn't hold up in any way, shape, or form. Well, you know, I don't know if I told you this, but I climbed this big mountain in Bhutan. (laughs) And I thought, uh, I mean, I was angry. First of all, I didn't know I was going to be climbing a mountain for, it took us, I think, eight hours to get to the top. And then we camped. For how long? Oh, one night and then climbed back down and then stopped at the, what was it called? Dragon's Nest? No. Eagle's Nest? No, there was something. Some big fancy thing. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm not doing it justice. An Eagle's Nest sounds very fancy. Tiger's Nest. Thank you, Thomas. It was the Tiger's Nest. Aren't people in Bhutan like the most kind? They are. That's what I've heard. And that it's so beautiful. Bhutan is very beautiful. The people there could not be nicer. And, you know, their number one export is happiness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're not into technology. They're mm-hmm. really interested in the beauty of their country and mm-hmm. the people. And it's a really... It's a bunch really... of sickos. <laughs> a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, uh, mm-hmm. I really pushed myself physically on that. Oh, that was the point. (laughs) So now in this race, almost everybody's dropped out. Now there are only three people left. Mm -hmm. And they don't know who's left anymore because they're all on their own and they're just sort of running around the woods. Sure. But the last loop, one goes clockwise and the other one goes counterclockwise mm-hmm. so they would cross each other okay so that's the only way they know if anybody's still left in the race got it and again that might be because he's a genius yes because he's a genius 
he knows that this race means a lot to people and for everybody it means something different so for one person completing one loop they call it a fun run if you complete three loops which I was like that's deceiving a fun run three marathons back and to Mount back Everest a few times how are people not skeletons when they return I don't, yeah. Because they're also barely ingesting enough calories. Yeah. You know, you see somebody just shoveling in three bites of pudding and then they're off and running again. I know. Well, it's like hands on a hard body. Mm -hmm. They had to shovel it in on their breaks. Yeah. But hands on a hard body, now that I think about it, I mean, for anyone who missed it, that was a documentary about a car giveaway and people would keep their hands on a car and the person that kept their hand on the longest but it was days of people mm-hmm. standing there with their hands on and they no i know little... i saw the documentary well i know but not everybody did i mean most oh, people if they're listening to this podcast and they for sure <laughs> watched it because our listeners follow closely Every... any movie we cover yes but yeah that was the thing about that one was the bathroom right Mm-hmm. I mean, how did they do it? Listen, let's not go they back They probably had time. diapers on. I would if I was doing hands-on Well, you on already do. <laughs> why Why change a thing? Well, you know what's sad? I've never admitted this to anybody. Okay, why but not now share it with the snorkels? Well, I did a sketch at the Groundlings hmm. Theater, like a comedy sketch, and it involved adult diapers. Mm-hmm. And so I just, uh, I kept them in my car because I thought... One day I'm going to be stuck in a traffic jam, and these might come in handy. And did they? Well, I ended up Cheryl. taking the, You know, I had to turn my car in. <laughs> so my lease was up, and I didn't want them to see. But you never stopped and put on a diaper? No, but I would. Wow, so that's the big confession. You had yeah. diapers in oh, your I trunk know. that you never used. I guess it would be better if I had used them. No, yeah. I have a friend who... <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this before. Let's ha- let's have it. But she was stuck in traffic and she had to poop in a little beach pail that she had in her car. You're bringing up poop, okay? I know that's me. Go I ahead. Did. She this pooped in a me. beach pail. <laughs> yeah, because you know L.A. traffic gets bad, and if something's if something shuts down the freeway, you're on that freeway for hours. Better travel with a beach pail. How did she do that, though? She's in the driver's seat. (laughs) But I mean, how do you poop in a pail when you're driving, when you're sitting in traffic? Well, you're at a a dead stop. I know. I mean, you could crawl in the back seat and make it a pleasant experience. (laughs) You have space and time. A a pleasant experience? You don't have to like... Is that how you... Is that your preference? (laughs) I think that's what I would do. I wouldn't like... When you're unloading your bowels, <laughs> you like to get in the back seat of your car oh, with I a beach pail? Good to know. I haven't had to do it, but that's, I think, what I would do. I wouldn't get involved with a steering wheel. And well, stuff. I wasn't sure if she sat on the pail in the driver's seat and then she her head, I was picturing her head <laughs> being too high and then her neck bent over really far, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. Listen, I'm sorry. And this time it was me, and it's usually Tig. Well, whoever it is, someone needs to talk about it every week. Yeah. Okay, one thing that we should 
mention, I guess, Mm -hmm. one of the inspirations for this race, if you will, was because James Earl Ray, who was Mm -hmm. known for assassinating Martin Luther King Jr., was in that prison. Mm -hmm. And he had escaped, and he was trying to get out of those woods and Mm -hmm. didn't last long in Mm -hmm. there. And so... People have asked Laz, oh, are you saying this is a, you know. Tribute. Yeah. And he said, no, absolutely not. I'm saying that guy. The opposite. Yeah. Was such a little crybaby that he couldn't survive seven hours when we're surviving 60 hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, and so three guys finished this race in this documentary. As of 2021, only 15 people have finished the race. The 2022 race took place on March 8th and did not have any finishers. And Lazarus himself has never finished the race. That doesn't seem fair. It seems like he would have burned down the woods if he ran through he there had with to do his it. cigarette. And, you know, <laughs> I just, I know he's a genius, but <laughs> he's a genius. I, just, I just don't, um, I don't know. Don't you wonder how, how this became so popular and it's just like a cult like people hear about it and they hear that yeah. you can't finish it so they're like oh yes I can you watch well that's like in Amarillo Texas there's some like huge steak Ew. it's like the the most oh, no that's so awful. disgustingly large piece of meat that you cannot finish and some people finish it <laughs> It's just, and then they give you a free steak dinner after. I think you get that for free if you can finish eating it. Yeah, and then otherwise you're just buying this big, (laughs) seventy-two ounces. What? How big is a normal? Like eight ounce or something. That's so gross. It's disgusting. No, any don't do it. Don't even eat eight ounces. Any type of eating contest. Like don't. I won't even tell you how an oyster eating contest goes. Have you ever been to an oyster eating contest? You just said you're not going to tell me. (laughs) Seems like you want to tell me. Because I was shocked. You know what they do? Cheryl, no, I don't want to know. (laughs) They put them in a milk gallon jug, just raw oysters filled up in gallon jugs, and then they chug them. (laughs) And you did that? No, for whatever reason, I went to watch it, and I regretted every moment. Because, you know, I won't tell you how they win. Okay, they win if uh. you don't throw them up. Okay. Well, Tig, I think that's and, it. And we can't talk about poop. <laughs> we have really ended this on a high note. At least we ended it. <laughs> Let's just say that people... When they finish this race, mm-hmm. they're usually very happy with themselves. Tired, <laughs> They're tired, but they feel like they've accomplished something and they've mm-hmm. endured. And one guy was talking about he likes it because he thinks that everybody should push themselves to where they they sort of suffer a little bit and are uncomfortable. So I understand when, when that. they don't have that in their lives, they appreciate the easy parts. I understand that, but I think there's a civilized way of pushing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like treading like water, treading water or cycling for... uphill or 
<laughs> doing the stairmaster Pilates. for an hour. Pilates, yoga, listening to this show. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are listening to this show and working out or they're vacuuming or they're doing dishes. Or just, just making through making it through an episode of this show. <laughs> it's an accomplishment. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for our final thoughts? Yes, I am. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I did not. No, I didn't either. I mean, I was happy for the people, mm-hmm. those little yeah. nerds. Yeah, It's definitely a nerd alert. When you start watching it, you're like, oh, my God. They're all running with Cheryl's <laughs> nerd glasses with the tape around the middle. <laughs> it's very sweet. At first, they, you know, and then you fall in love with all of them because they're sweet. Um, ooh, who were you attracted to? I always forget to think about that when I'm watching... There were there were some attractive people in this. Mm-hmm. Wooter, <laughs> I can't remember. You, a John, you know John what? I, was sweet. I didn't really get a real glimpse of her, but I liked how supportive that wife was. That was like running and like feeding him food, bananas, and yeah, yeah. she was so sweet. And their kid was there. And their kid, Jared. I guess it was wife. Jared's wife. Yeah, so she maybe. Was great. Yeah, Jared's I was thinking, wife. oh, I like her vibe. That's very okay. nice and, and just caring and, yeah, you know, not somebody sitting back going, oh, this is this weird thing my husband's doing. She's That's like, what I would be saying. Be like, <laughs> she's oh, yeah, it. this guy's coming in again. I guess I got to yeah. give him a banana. I guess <laughs> I got to give him a banana. <laughs> that is it. That's it for this week's episode. And next week we will be talking about Lucy and Desi which you can watch on Amazon. That'll be fun. Yeah. Tig, before we go, would you like to hear some true fan mail? Oh, yeah, always. Jen W. writes. Hey, Jen W. W. Hey. Hey. Wow, that was the best. I think that was the best we've ever done it. Well, it was the first time I really remembered to do it. To do it. Yeah. During your review of Glow, when Cheryl Uh mentioned Jeanette Body Splash... (laughs) (laughs) I was immediately transported to my childhood home and our linen closet where my mom kept her bottle of Jeanette. I just love the smell of it. I then recalled a terrible moment as an adolescent girl learning how to shave her legs with many nicks across my shins after a shower thinking it would be fancy to use some Jeanette. Cut to my mother running to the bathroom after hearing my screams, opening the door... Opening the door with a look of horror at my attempt at shaving, followed by slapping on alcohol-based body splash on my bloody legs. Needless to say, that was it for my use of Jeanette. Wow, this ties in <laughs> to our episode this week. Maybe they should put Jeanette on the um, marathon runner's oh, legs. Oh, those legs were tough. Um, one more. This is from Warren T., Hey, Warren T. Hey. Uh, Hello, Tig and Cheryl and Mr. Thomas. Mm. Oh, I like that. The address of Mr. Thomas. Cheryl, that Madonna sex book is a collector's item and is worth around $1,000 on eBay. But more importantly, there are Madonna superfans that have been searching for that book for years. Maybe you could donate it to a local rare bookstore for a lucky fan to find. I look forward to your... Tangential 
silliness every week. That took a second. Thanks for entertaining us in these difficult and serious times. Take care, Wern. Oh, no. It's not. Oh, yeah, it is Wern. Wern T. It sounds like warranty. Oh, it does. <laughs> Thanks, warranty. 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 Um, oh, well, I didn't know that. You're sitting on a cash cow. I'm sitting on a... a go- well, maybe I'll bring it... No, can I do that? If I bring it to our live show and we can show some pictures, but then now am I promoting... No, we don't want to Pornography? Show <laughs> it's like... We get hauled away. <laughs> Put to a to a dirty motel, which is similar to prison, where we have to keep our flip flops on to take a shower. Yeah. Uh, okay, well that's good to know. Okay, well since we're talking about collectors' items yeah. that fans have or are looking for, yeah, I was on the cover of Out Magazine mm. and I never saw it, and I've missed the window to get it. Mm. And I'm wondering if anyone out there has a copy or an extra copy mm. to uh, send to me of myself. On It's a collector's item because it's for Star Trek. Okay. Also, I have a request. Mm. In my early years, I did an episode of Friends. And Brandon <laughs> And I, when it aired, it, my scene got cut because... Um, oh, what's her name? It was um, bad. Re- no. Oh. Reese Witherspoon was guest starring the week after. Oh, so okay. instead of the tag, I was only in the tag of the episode. Uh-huh. But instead of, they cut the tag and they put, oh, next week you get to see Reese Witherspoon. But now when they show it in reruns, apparently I'm in it because I'm oh. in the tag. Oh. But I haven't seen it. But once in a while someone will say, oh, I just saw you on Friends. Okay, so you want them to record it and send it to you. <laughs> send me a VHS. A VHS. <laughs> okay, well, now that we're talking about this, here's uh-huh. what also I'm looking for. Okay. In 1991, oh I saw this um, cartoon oh. of Woody Guthrie standing at a chalkboard, okay. pointing at um, words from his song, okay. and then sitting in the front row was a Bob Dylan, mm. a student, in the classroom taking notes and then next to bob dylan was bruce springsteen leaning over to look at copy bob what bob dylan was writing and then somebody was sitting behind him i think it might have been tom petty or something looking over bruce springsteen's shoulder and then in the corner which i don't necessarily appreciate this because i am a fan of john mellencamp but john mellencamp was in the corner with a dunce hat on what is happening in this classroom? Was this just a was this just a joke? Was it well, just no? A- this is all like just how these different musicians were influenced by Woody Guthrie. Oh, okay. Oh, right. I keep thinking this was a real um, no thing no. that happened. No, okay. No, this, this is, is a, a this is this a, car- is an, a cartoon a, a cartoon an illustration of some yeah sort. yeah. Oh, so if, okay. and I can't find it. Stephanie's been looking oh. for it. If anyone can find it, okay. Find it. Okay, find it. Send well, it we've given our listeners a lot. Yeah, to they have do. a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of friends to watch. I want that cartoon framed and hanging in my house. I love it wow. so much. Yeah, we can find it. These guys can find it. 
Nobody has ever found it. I think even Thomas spent time looking for it, didn't Our you, years ago? Our listeners can find it. Our listeners yeah, can Thomas find it. Yeah, Thomas looked for it. Okay. All right, Snurkbulls. Snurkbulls, get on it. Yeah. And also, what you should get on is my tour. I want to say thank you so much to everyone that's come out. The shows have been so fun. A lot of Snurkbulls have shown so up. So many Snurkbulls have been showing up and just being so supportive. But I'm coming to Honolulu, Denver, Salt Lake City. Houston, um, Santa Rosa, Santa Cruz, Nashville, Birmingham, Ithaca, Amherst, Ottawa, Toronto. Wow. The list goes Goes on on and and on. on. Go to tignotaro.com. Get your tickets now. Wow. Okay. Also, check out Star Trek Discovery. And Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. On HBO and HBO Max. Should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at TigandCherylTrueStory at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.